Hey everyone, welcome to episode 4 of the Shot Tickers podcast with me, Danny. It's a podcast for aspiring creatives looking to level up their craft and take their business from starving artists to thriving success. Hope you guys are well, hope you are good, hope everyone is staying safe and staying sane. We are in some crazy times right now, so um, yeah, everyone look after each other and we shall get through this together. Thank you so much for listening today, you guys. It absolutely means the world to me and I'm excited to share with you another great chat with one of my favourite entrepreneurs and very good friend Amy, um, photographer and owner of Fee Photography. To introduce what Fee is all about, I'm just going to go ahead and pull a quote off our website because I think it describes it way better than I could. Fee Photography exists to help business owners to build a beautiful library of branded images that show their true colours through building confidence and creating a fun atmosphere that allows people to be themselves. Yeah, see, totally way better than I could describe it. <laughs> um, Amy's photography is truly something special and she's carved out a well-sought-after niche in her photography by being on a mission to to just make corporate photography way less boring, corporate branding less boring. You know, she um, she put she puts personality into everyone's work and her her branding photography is, is just awesome. <laughs> I gotta tell you, before recording this intro, I re-listened to our conversation you're about to hear and... I'd forgotten how many great words of wisdom Amy was kind enough to share. Like most of these shows, we talk about how Amy first got started on her journey to making uh, Movie Free a success. We talk about the importance of showing the person behind the business and her own brand and how she has found success in putting her wonderful personality into everything she does. We also talk about uh, things like what hustle means to Amy. We talk about the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people um, to help you achieve your goals, which is something you know I think is really important and something Amy is, is really grateful about as well. So you get to listen to that, which is really cool. If you're looking for branding photos for your own company as well, I'll leave a link um, in the show notes for you to check out her work and uh, maybe maybe book in a shoot yourself. You know, you never know. Uh, elevate your own business as well as learning from from what Amy does. And um, finally, guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to mention that if you'd like to support the podcast, um, you can do so by heading over to our new Shot Takers Patreon account. Um, basically, the way it works, that for less than the price of a coffee a month, you can help this new little project to grow so we can you know, reach as many people as possible um, and help them to grow their businesses as well. So um, if you want to do that, just head over to uh, www.patreon.com forward slash shot takers. Um, and you can see all the details on there and, and hopefully to see you there. Um, that's enough for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really think you're going to enjoy this one. Without any further ado, here's Amy. Amy, how are you? Hey, Danny. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I love that you just gave me a little bit of a, a sing-song then. That was really nice. Oh, obviously. I've got to have like, that little introduction. It's nice. I love it. I love it. Straight in, straight in for sing. Let's turn this into a musical episode. Why not? Oh, can we? I would be totally up for that. I would not um, punish my listeners by letting them hear my singing voice. Maybe we'll avoid that. But you can sing if you like. That's absolutely fine. I'll just have a little sing-song in between each of the questions. It's all good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, it's, um, it's a lovely Monday um did a wedding this weekend so things are starting to kind of seem normal did you do a wedding yesterday I did did yeah it was so lovely it's um it was just a really lovely couple a nice venue everyone was super relaxed and like 
actually following guidelines, which, <laughs> which I was partly worried about, but everyone was really lovely. So yeah, very, very nice. And as another wedding photographer, you know, when you get really good food, that's yes. just like the peak of the day. So we got both of the meals and it was just amazing. That's amazing. So was it like a full day thing then? Was it like like, like dancing and stuff or was it just like the ceremony and then a bit of food or? Um, it was like, it was almost like a normal day, but it basically just finished early. So they did first dance um, at like seven and then there was literally only 20 minutes of dancing and then everyone went. <laughs> um, but that we is. all waved off the camper van, which was really cute. Um, and I think that's more of an American thing. I think it'd be lovely if we did that more in England because it was just like a lovely end to the night, really. Oh, like saying goodbye to the couple. Yeah, like just yeah. waving them off. <laughs> so... I remember my mum said that like that was the done thing when she got married and um, she always found it really weird because you'd say goodbye at like seven o'clock and then she was like, I've got this wedding I've paid for and I'm not there. So they, <laughs> they drove off at like half seven, the car turned around and then they just came back in and they were like, well, it's our disco, what? we paid for it. <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. It yeah. Was I really don't know cool. what happened after they left to be fair because everyone was still there. I wonder if they did go back in and kept partying or if everyone yeah. just left. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, we talk about like this being one of your first weddings back, but it's been amazing to see that you've actually been pretty busy during all this time. Just for listeners, um, we're recording this uh, towards the end of August in the UK. So uh, things are slowly starting to get back to normal. But, uh, you know, there's still obviously lots of like restrictions in place. And, you know, photographers have had to, especially with things like weddings. Um, you know, Amy, you do all of your um, your other work as well as weddings, you know, your personal branding shoots as well. And that seems to have it looks to me like on um, things are starting to get back to normal now. Is that right? Yeah, I'd say, honestly, it kind of started to get back to normal when like hairdressers and stuff were opening up. Um, I was then doing them a lot more regularly and doing like two shoots a week again, which is really nice. Um, it's been good to kind of go back to a bit more normality. I, I do feel for people who do just do wedding photography because it must yeah. have been even more weird. <laughs> um it's been one of those things where it's like lots of pivoting I'm sure as many people have been doing yeah. Um, but yeah just getting back into the flow of things is amazing I love it so much oh that's amazing no, that's really nice and yeah that like you say about the whole flow of things like I remember um, on Saturday uh gosh the amount of times I was just checking my settings were correct and checking things were charged and <laughs> just these like really silly things yeah um and yeah uh, getting a flow sounds lovely I'd love to get back into that so that's that's really yeah. nice yeah I think I, I feel the same as you I honestly I think I checked my camera bag like 20 times before I left for the wedding yesterday obviously you double check triple check normally oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. when it's like <laughs> when you're doing it 20 times before the shoot you're like oh okay maybe I need to just like chill out a little bit we'll be fine it's all good um but I think it was nice because Although I was main shooting the day, it was like kind of assisting for a friend who was doing video. So we had this really nice dynamic where I could still shout at people if I needed to. But yeah, nice. <laughs> also I had him like as the main person. So yeah, it was really good. <laughs> nice. That sounds awesome, dude. Um, so let's just uh, fill the listeners in just a little bit. Just for those who don't know exactly what it is you do, um, um, what Marie Free is all about. Marie Free, am I saying that right? I, every time I yeah, ask yeah, you, I say, like, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a discussion one time. It's like, is it Marie Fay? Is it Marie Fay or it's, is it Marie Fay? So it's pronounced Moi Fay in ah, Dutch. Ah, yes. yes. Uh, however, 
English people just pronounce it Muifi and then it rhymes with photography. So I like saying it that way. <laughs> That's easy for me to remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, yeah, so let people, uh, I guess, know about what Muifi is all about um, and what you do. Okay, uh, so Muifi is just like, I don't know, it's become this kind of personal brand of mine, um, which just really encompasses like, a huge personality and just fun and making corporate less boring. Um, so I worked in like the digital marketing industry for quite a while. And I kind of realized that all of these companies, they have all these pictures that are just boring, honestly. And, um, you know, they're using all this stock photography. Um, and I really wanted to kind of bring something a bit different to the table. Um, it is something that was a bit more common in America, I think, personal branding. But uh, in the UK, we don't really do it as much. Um, it's definitely more of a thing now. But when I started doing it like two and a half years ago, it really wasn't. Um, and still so many people just call it kind of generic headshots. But what I like to bring to the table is just making it so much more fun and showing the personality of the people behind the business because I think that's what's most important really and it's so much selling yourself these days people want to really know the person rather than you know just the product they're selling or the service I guess yeah <laughs> that was a ramble <laughs> no it wasn't no that's you just okay. absolutely perfectly I um so. I would definitely say to anyone listening like go check this out on like Instagram and stuff I'll leave some um some links and stuff but when you say like get yeah, making corporate less boring and that is that's that's basically it isn't it like, like <laughs> yeah. when you see your work like when someone says corporate they think you know guy in a tie stood in front of a white background looking pretty serious like puffing his chest out like not really yeah, smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and at the end of the day like it's i've done a few corporate gigs and when you do these pictures like you know they're, they're just normal people that's not what they are and it's it's not their brand and it and it almost like doesn't fit you know you have a really friendly looking website and really friendly copyright and then their pictures are look at me how business businessy I am and how super serious I am and like I love that your photographs actually go in line with what their brand needed all along but maybe yeah. corporate brands didn't know was a thing which actually existed and, and yeah. I love that this is now a service you're offering and um, like you say it has grown massively since you started I feel like you got in at like this perfect time <laughs> yeah. um well you might be able to correct me later on we'll see but um it seems like it was at the perfect time and now like loads of other people are doing it but you know dude you're dominating your area because everyone's kind of got a little bit late to the uh late to the <laughs> game to the party. Um, yeah yeah um which is amazing it's it's really really cool um so let's let's kind of go back uh let's kind of time travel back a little bit Amy just like before uh I like I like you used to do like a little backwards walk there. <laughs> um, yeah, let's time travel back a little bit just to kind of like the beginnings of all of this. And you know, obviously, it didn't start with you know you waking up one day and going, "I'm gonna change corporate photography and turn it into this fun personal branding thing." That didn't just happen overnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So tell me about like I guess the start of uh, photography in general and how that kind of came about for you I know that like we're, we're going back a little bit but um yeah yeah like tell me about like that sort of story like how how you got a camera in your hands and how it became something you were thinking maybe maybe I could do this for a living like maybe yeah. this could be my actual job yeah okay so photography's kind of always been one of those things that just sticks around I think I'm one of these people that I'll have many many different hobbies and I'll chip and change like every five minutes, um, nothing will stick, but photography's always been that one thing that I just love forever. Um, I think when I was younger, my 
brother was quite into it. He's eight years older than me. So he's basically my idol in everything. Um, and I used to just basically copy what he did. And yeah. it just kind of stuck around. Um, so he'd be doing all of his kind of arts work and stuff. And I ended up just getting a really tiny little red compact camera scooting around in my back garden, taking close-ups of flowers and things like that and yeah. taking it out on day trips. Um, and so it kind of went along like that for quite a while. But then um, once I got to secondary school, I would literally just bring a camera in to school and take photos on breaks, take photos in lessons um, <laughs> of people. And just, I really found that I love that documenting side of things. And I look back now and I just think it's fabulous. Like I've got all these years of my life and my friends' lives just completely captured for forever. Um, yeah. And that was before obviously that mobile phones, like cameras were a good and like actually a thing. And to be honest, I think it's, I think it's even better because you've got that actual camera quality rather than but yeah yeah so that's kind of how it happened and it it ended up just evolving to me taking more fun pictures of my friends at school and getting them to pose in front of brick walls and there was a local park that we used to go to um at the end of school and just take pictures and just have fun with it um so yeah that's kind of where it all started I guess yeah I, I think I was the same like just playing around with your friends and just kind of going beyond the snapshot of what was going on and like kind of yeah. like you say like having fun with it and I definitely remember like getting like as soon as you found out your your friends were like in a band or whatever like right we've got to do like a really like serious photo shoot and everyone's gonna look really cool against this graffiti wall and yeah. um it's so fun like I think like that's something I guess you uh you have to kind of kind of hold on to at this point you know now we have a career in it to that that yeah. fun sort of just messing around with your mates and how much everyone enjoys the pictures and you know, I think every now, like you say, like now everyone has phones and stuff. Everyone does enjoy photography in that sense that like they enjoy taking pictures. We just did it with actual cameras, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, paid attention <laughs> to like light. We and stuff. Weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's yeah. always that one person with a camera, isn't there? It's like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It was so much fun. It's funny you actually say about the whole band thing because that's kind of what got me really, really into it. Um, some of my best friends had a band and they literally would do gigs and I'd come along to every one of them and I'd take photos of them and I did them like a music video and things yeah. like that um and it's like you just become the designated person with a camera um but I'm so grateful for that because it's really helped me grow like I look back on that those days and I'm like that was the turning moment I think yeah absolutely I, I think that's your first like taste into the uh the world of like people actually make a living doing this kind of thing which is like yeah. I think when you first start taking pictures um it's, at least for me like I never really thought of it as any kind of like thing to do with any kind of career when I got started or like this was what my life was going to be it was just like this is a really cool way to have fun it's a toy yeah you know it's a way to play and a way to mess around yeah. um but yeah it's funny like the band photography thing is such a common route of someone going like yeah this is someone's job because you see, you know, you see things in magazines and stuff and you see people like having these photo shoots and you go, someone's been paid for this, uh, yeah. which is, which is crazy. Um, so obviously you were, you're taking all these amazing pictures with your friends and stuff. Um, at what point did it kind of change for you into something that you could potentially turn into like a career? Was this something which grew gradually or was there maybe like a moment 
for you when you saw potential in it as something to do um, for a career? Like for me, for me, like it took a while to kind of think that I actually could create a business for myself with photography. I always thought maybe like, oh, possibly you could work for someone. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, there was definitely like a fair bit of time involved before I realized like there's potential here for an actual business. Um, what was it like for you? Like, how did that kind of come about? It kind of so. It was quite quick. Um, so anyone who knows me knows I'm quite stubborn and very headstrong. <laughs> um, and so it kind of came about. I was 17. I've been doing pictures for ages. I was loving it. And it was kind of getting to the point where everyone was applying for university. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be told what to do for another mm. four years of my yeah. life. Um, and so... I kind of started thinking about photography more as a pathway um, and I started the business officially sort of like maybe about 17 and a half ish um, and I basically started doing kind of like weddings for friends and family and everyone would get me to do like their family pictures and I was quite lucky in the fact that I went to a creative school so I think the people that went there and like their families, they really were into that kind of thing. Like they appreciated the art of it all. Um, so I'm really grateful that I had that start and I had so much support from all of the like families of my friends and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of the moment that I was like, Oh, actually this, this is pretty cool. Um, and then I kind of went along with that for a while and I made it like an official, official business like tax registered yeah, yeah. and everything <laughs> at the age of 18 um and yeah since then it's just been kind of like I knew that's what I ultimately wanted to do and everything that I did up like in between that was kind of like a filler for knowing that I ultimately wanted to go full-time when I was older um yeah. so all of the jobs that I've done have just led up to this point I guess um yeah <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, I forget that you started, like, you know, obviously you're still young. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Um, you started, yeah, at 17 and a half and launched a business um, properly when you were 18, which is yeah. absolutely incredible. Um, and it's like a really nice thing, I've, I think, for other young people to hear that, you know, this is possible. Yeah. So if you don't mind me asking, like, obviously you started a business when you were around 17 and a half, 18. Um, what were the kind of maybe additional challenges you had to sort of face as a younger person going into the world of business, especially um, business, which was, you know, like you were going into the corporate world and the wedding world where most of your clients probably are older than you. Um, yeah. Did you find that there were additional challenges? Did you find that maybe there was additional like fears or doubts that possibly um, you had to overcome on top of everything else when starting a yeah. business? Um. See, obviously, I don't have anything to compare it to, <laughs> but from my like from my personal experience, I I guess I always had that full confidence in myself. Um, it's it's always like you'll shoot a wedding and an uncle will come up to you and they're like, "Oh, are you doing this for school? Like, is it, <laughs> yeah. is it a school project?" And I'm like, "No, I'm getting paid to be here." Yeah. Um, or it's just like the little comments, and they even happen now. Like, I have a baby face. I'm still 24, you know. Um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Like yesterday at the wedding, she's like, "Oh, so." Got, you got any other job like is, it, <laughs> is, this just, is this a side thing and I'm yeah. like 
I'm like, yeah, no, full time. (laughs) Um, Obviously not for like a few years before, but yeah, there's, I think generally people were pretty good. Once they saw my skill and the confidence, um, it kind of just worked out, but there's definitely like those comments before they've seen the work you do of just that are a bit, you know, questionable <laughs> in that respect. But I think it's definitely getting better. Like uh, so many more young people are starting businesses now and yeah. it's definitely becoming a lot more accepted in general, like culture. And um, I think people are a lot more open to the fact, especially in the space I'm in, like I do a lot of work in digital marketing now um, with photography and most of the people are quite young. Um, Like even the CEOs are only like 35 and things like that. It's just, I think the sector I'm in now is actually probably more accepting than when I first started in like the wedding industry and things like that. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's really refreshing. I think because these new, all these new companies have sort of, and all these new startups are, you know, essentially um, young people and it's brand new technology. Um, I think, like you say, it's kind of grown with that sort of encouragement for young people to do things early. Um, I think it's amazing when you see, you know, so I have a sister who is um, 18 and like her friends are like starting like YouTube channels and like um twitch accounts which apparently is a thing um which i don't know anything about but apparently you can make paid for it um yeah even like podcasts and stuff like that and because i guess the resources are out there as well and it's such a new market um i think like that's that's really amazing and maybe you know some of those older companies have not kept up in that respect especially like you say when it comes to marketing um yeah i think that you know there are still many companies uh who rely on you know traditional marketing systems are now being you know left left behind because they're not yeah. keeping up with a, you know, the new techniques and stuff. Um, so that's really, that's really, really interesting. And, and I think that's really nice um, that, you know, it didn't hold you back um, and yeah. you managed to kind of kind of get through things. Um, so let's kind of stay back in the past just a little bit, just to kind of talk mm-hmm. a bit more about how things got started for you. Cause I like, so I'm always really interested to kind of find about like people's first year in the business. That's always something which really fascinates me because I know it's full of, you know, expectations about what's going to happen and, you know, excitement about learning something new. So yeah. uh, let's talk about that first year for you. Like, how was it? Like, tell me a little bit about like how it felt going in. Um, you know, I know you had like other incomes coming at the same time, so you didn't have to, there wasn't that too much of that fear, hopefully for yeah. you. Um, but yeah, tell us a bit more about it. Tell us a bit like how, uh, how, how everything happened, I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just feels so long ago now. Um Yeah, I mean, I think I'd say my first year was kind of just, I I never really advertised. I was like Facebook, just family and friends, kind of things like that. Um, And I took it really, really slow. Like, I'm quite grateful for the fact that I didn't need to like fully rush into that side of things. Um, And I was just, you know, working my first ever job as well. At the same time, I worked at a cinema. and I was trying to do all the photography for them as well, because I kind of knew that's a good thing to put on my portfolio, that sure. I did photos for that company. Um, and yeah, it was all about just, I think I was focusing really hard on building up a portfolio and like a basis on um, a client base on Facebook. And I really did like pile in a lot of energy into Facebook back in the, back in the day, mm-hmm. um, because 
that again it was kind of I was really lucky I just got in at the right time when Facebook was really starting to be popular and you know all the mums are on there wanting pictures of their kids um, and I kind of ran on mini sessions for a good couple years of just doing um, photos quarterly um, of like the same kids just over and over again and I, I got these really lovely amazing loyal clients who actually now I still photograph their children or I photograph their family's weddings and it's just lovely to see that kind of people just growing up and I'm getting all cringy but yeah like oh, watching nice, people nice. grow up has been amazing um, like there's I photograph so many kids from being a literal newborn to like you know they're like five years old now and that's crazy it's yeah. really really amazing and that's totally off topic but it makes me happy <laughs> no I, I think we do need I think it's totally on topic I'd love to talk about like this stuff which makes us happy as, as photographers yeah. so I think that's lovely yeah um and so that was kind of um, that was all the time that I was working at a cinema and um, yeah I was kind of just doing everything on the side I was even doing mini sessions in the cinema when they had events coming out and I would take pictures for the people coming in and I would send them to their emails individually and it would take me hours and I did not get paid for it at all but I just did it for the love and passion of it um, and yeah it kind of got to the point where um, I just knew that I wanted to do something a little bit more with it. Um, and so I left my job at the cinema and I got into doing social media and photography, like product photography for a company um, who sold like shoes and slippers and yeah. <laughs> all the classic boring things that you need to photograph for e-commerce. Hey, um, everyone needs shoes and slippers. Exactly. But, you know, it was such I'm so grateful for that opportunity because it was my first, you know, real role as a proper photographer, I'd say, um, yeah. like having something on the CV to just really showcase that. Um, yeah. So I yeah, what I did next, is I was only there for like four months um, because I wasn't as keen on the company values so um but that was a really good step to get me into my next job which had always been the kind of like you know end goal before going self-employed um so I always wanted to get experience in a digital marketing company um just because even if in the future you know this doesn't work out at least I've got that experience um on my CV for the future um, so I got into this really great job in a digital marketing role and I was doing all of their kind of like creativity things and, um, I got to do photos for them. I made videos. I did like, I did a, I did a lot of jobs, uh, <laughs> probably like three people's jobs, Wow! <laughs> but it was, it was really like a experience for me. Cause I'd say it was my first, you know, proper job. And I think it made me realize, Hey, I'm doing all this work for someone else when I could definitely make more money yeah. <laughs> from doing it myself or, you know, doing just the photos part for the same amount of money. So yeah, that's kind of like the point I realized. I was just like, yeah, this is the right time. Um, I think I always thought I'd go, go full time when I was like 30 or something. Cause that's just what, I don't know, in my head, that's what, I thought was expected yeah. I guess I think it's what yeah. we're told like when at school like yeah. that's what you imagine in your head is that you have to 
um excuse my french but you have to like eat shit for a little bit and work like a not very good job in your 20s and then you know that's when you become like a ceo or a business owner an entrepreneur when in your 30s um yeah yeah, i think that's what we're conditioned to believe and that was probably true maybe 20 years ago but yeah it's not the case now if you've got if you've got an original idea or it doesn't even have to be that original if you've got an idea and you're willing to put the time in and to work your butt off um like you clearly have um yeah i think you can totally do it before you're 30 for sure yeah definitely i think that's the thing it just it just got to the turning point i was like why am i doing this and i found myself questioning it so much and um my partner at the time he's just like just quit and Mm. i'm like wow and it sometimes does take that person to just you know affirm what you're already thinking um and so yeah i literally quit in that like weekend i gave my mom's notice I called my nan up. I was like, look, nan, can you lend me some money, please? (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, as a backup. And she's like, sure. Like, show me all of you. I showed her all of my, like, details of how much I've earned over the past few years. And, like, it was proper, like, an investment meeting. Um, She wasn't just going to give it to me for nothing. Um, So, yeah, she helped me out. And honestly, I feel like I just kind of hit the board running. Um, I thought there would be kind of moments of, you know, really not, you know, really struggling. But I would say I've generally been quite lucky in the fact I think I'd already built up this amazing base of clients that I was able to literally just run. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's been amazing, honestly. <laughs> that is, that's incredible. What a, what a really nice story. And I think it's, um, it's fairly typical in terms of like other people I've talked to who are successful that you have, you've tried lots of different things and, but you've always learned from them and you've, you've taken the knowledge and you've moved on to the next thing. And you're, you, you know, you work so hard as well. It's really ad- admiring to see, um, you know, in, it's like when we, when I was trying to book a, a chat with, with Amy, it's always, it's always amazing. Cause um, she's like, I can, I can do, um, I can do, saturday next month uh, and i'm like okay cool yeah i understand you're busy um which is amazing you know you're 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 so good at like um filling your calendar and and finding all these opportunities where maybe other people haven't been able to because they expect the work to to come to them um so that that's really really awesome um there's a few things actually i want to follow up on actually because you said so many like lovely little um nuggets of knowledge as i like to call them <laughs> it sounds weird but yeah um so I guess one thing I wanted to ask you about was, you know, when you're working for this uh, digital marketing, digital media company, I guess you call digital, it. Digital marketing, yeah. Yeah, digital marketing. Um, you know, you said there came a point when you kind of learned everything you wanted to get from then and you sort of realized that you could do it better on your own. You know, you could t- kind of take all of these things on and make it into your own company. Um, and I think that kind of comes back to sort of knowing your value, uh, which is something I think entrepreneurs when they're first getting started or I guess creators before they decide to even start a business is something that they really struggle with is knowing that they can turn their craft into something which people are gonna pay them for and they're gonna be able to make a living from um could you just talk a little bit more I guess about how that transition happened in terms of like knowing your value I know it's something that like we all struggle with and we're constantly like oh I don't know if I should charge more I don't know if I should if people are going to pay for this um and I do think it's a leap of faith you know like when you actually start or I guess when you realize that people do want to pay for your services and they really value what you have to offer over everyone else I suppose um so yeah I guess just tell us a little bit more about 
about that? <laughs> yeah, something that was really important for me when I was really seeing my value is uh, a group that we're both a part of, actually, which is Young Aspiring Photographers. And I think I've been blessed like with being such good friends with people who are in the industry, who have been people who've been doing this longer than me, uh, friends who are older than me, kind of like with a bit more life experience. And I'm so grateful for the fact that I can be like, oh, I'm going to charge this price. And they're like, no, you need to be charging more. And having about 10 people be like, no, you need to charge more is enough of a confidence boost to be like, okay then I'll try it and I think something I've found as well is generally you just get a better breed of client like not in the fact that people who want to pay less are like worse or anything it's just generally they value your service a lot more um, than if someone's paying a lot less for it and so you get those ideal clients and I know it's you probably shouldn't be saying oh just up your price and you'll get better people but yeah. in general that's what I've, I've personally found and it also means that you're able to give a better service you're able to spend more time on that person and ultimately they're gonna have an even better experience with you and then they're gonna recommend you to people so you can keep giving that same level of experience instead of you know shoving everyone into a really tight schedule I mean not that I don't do that anyway mm. um, but yeah I think that's really helped me see my value and just having awesome clients that really back me up um I've been so like I, I keep saying lucky I've just been so lucky with all the amazing people along my journey um and I wouldn't change it for the world at all obviously there's been absolutely awful moments but in general just the support from everyone's been incredible and I think especially I have um, an Instagram account where I literally talk on it every single day and so the people that I work with they know me so 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 well that I just feel comfortable and confident that they see my value and I think that's just such a blessing really yeah yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's something that um, we can all learn from when we see how you use your social media and how you kind of uh, put yourself across in like your branding and stuff like that. You know, we know each other because we are friends and, you know, like <laughs> we've hung out before. But if I didn't like know you personally, like I think that I would probably feel just as comfortable like having this conversation from seeing your Instagram, from seeing your website, because, um, you know, you, you put your personality into into everything you do. And I think that can be something which, you know, a lot of people kind of hold back on when they first start their businesses. You know, they want to become, come across as super professional. Um, I know that I did when I first yeah. started. I would have a picture of me holding a camera, which was way too big, um, <laughs> looking very formal <laughs> and just being yeah. like, I'm very good at photography. Please, please hire me. I'm desperate. That was kind of yeah. like my whole brand. Right. And um, I can see that like with like your Instagram and your Facebook and and everything and you know just even just the way you conduct yourselves on your shoots and stuff that um you know people are booking obviously a service but they're booking they're booking you you know they're very much about booking amy they're not about booking a corporate shoot they're about booking amy's corporate shoot because not only have you carved yourself out like a lovely little niche in the market as well by the, by your style but um you know your brand is very niche as well because it's you and it's not something someone else can emulate yeah um 
the thing I want to kind of ask you about though is is sort of um, how conscious was that a decision in terms of like your branding and your marketing? Because I know you know from you've learned all these amazing tricks from the digital marketing company. Was this something which happened very naturally in terms of like how you conducted everything, or uh, was this, I guess, a almost like I don't want to say like you're misleading people because you're obviously not. But it, like, yeah. is there a strategy involved in like you know putting your your face behind the brand? I guess. Yeah. So I think. It's kind of one of those things where once you've learned something, it becomes second nature. Um, so obviously I've worked in companies where you have that full on strategy and you have to have everything planned down to a T. But I think once you've learned that basic strategy, you kind of can just car- car- you can kind of just carry it across into everything you do. And honestly, I would say now it's become very second nature that I will literally just pick up the phone and I'll start chatting. And sometimes I do wonder, I'm like, this is a load of rubbish, isn't it? And it will get deleted. And I think a lot of people think I put literally everything I ever think out on on there (laughs) because it does seem like that sometimes I say a lot of rubbish, but in general, sometimes I will honestly film something. I'll write all the subtitles for it. And I'm like, no (laughs) it will just go into the bin um so it's yeah it's definitely not planned but I think it really is from that previous digital marketing experience and I'm so grateful to my previous boss um I would say he was a huge inspiration in the way that I market myself um because it's all about being genuine and a lot of people I think it is getting a bit more kind of people-based, but I think a lot of people do still think you have to be this kind of like professional straight person. But honestly, I turn up to meetings with shoes that have naked women on. And <laughs> if they're not, you know, if they're not my client... He's like, oh, what are they doing there? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm like, oh, it's fine. Um, and in general, like, at that point, once I'm meeting people, they will already know I'm a giant weirdo. So we wouldn't have got to meeting stage without that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's, it's a good way of, you know, getting rid of the people that you don't align with, like straight away. <laughs> yes, totally. I think it's all about like playing, knowing your strengths, I guess, and knowing what yeah. is unique about you um, and just kind of owning that and, and not trying to fit into a different box or not trying to emulate someone else who has been successful yeah. because what has worked for them um you know, might not work for you. You might see these super successful business owners who are, for example, like I know lots of photographers who are very charismatic, very confident, and it's very easy to look up to them as, you know, success. But, you know, I know I'm quite a introverted person. I'm pretty quiet. I'm a massive nerd. Um, if someone brought up things about like football and stuff, I would, um, I'd be like, yep, that's the one with, with the ball. And <laughs> that's about it. So yeah. yeah, I think, and I, and I see that in your work as well. I see that like, you know, you, you know, um, the strengths of your personality and I can see that coming through with everything you do, um, which I think is something, um, I'm trying to do more in my business as well and yeah. kind of embracing, um, my own uh, idiosyncrasies, I guess. Is yeah. that a good word? Yeah. 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 I think it's very true as well because uh, a wedding we actually shot together, the couple were giant nerds yeah. and they absolutely aligned completely with you. And I know you probably know exactly who I'm talking about. They had like yeah. Harry Potter all over the place. And I think that you, they picked you because you, you had the same hobby as the groom, right? So I think playing to your strengths and like really talking about you as a person is going to help you connect with them on a deeper level 
yeah. So why do you think, um, I, I really want to ask you actually, why do you think that, you know, we have this, I think a lot of people in, in wedding photography are kind of coming around to this now. I think this is definitely more apparent in, in wedding photography as a brand. Um, mm. But with your with your corporate work and your personal branding work, this is also something you do, and this is also you know a huge part of like your your brand and your marketing strategy. Um, but why do you think that so many people are still so behind on this? Why do you think that so many people still don't think that you can kind of put your own personality in, into their into their headshot work or their commercial work um, or anything like that when it comes to to looking at clients? I think it's just it really is that kind of old school um people have these expectations i think generally a lot of people don't actually have anymore but it kind of ends up being this like circle of people expecting it so people do it and then more people expect it and then it just keeps going around in this little circle that some people just feel like they can't get out of um and so i think that's why it's so important to just keep educating yourself on like yeah it's okay to be yourself um and just slowly putting yourself out there to give yourself a little bit more confidence in what you're doing because you don't have to like one day just throw yourself out there and literally be as loud and irritating as I am you can (laughs) just like put out little little bits and I honestly I get um sorry I ask like polls and I'm like is this good like do you guys like this and that gives a little bit more confidence so I think yeah people just have this expectation and you just got to throw it out the window as hard as that is (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely I think there's like you say it's it's the path which has been trod before you isn't it and it's sometimes it does take um a leap of faith I guess to kind of try try out a new path and um you know this is something which has worked incredibly well for you. Um, it might not necessarily be something which works incredibly well for someone else and everyone has to find their own way of Same. doing things. Yeah. Um, but that, whatever that is, you know, um, you can go in one direction, you can go in another, um, but you don't have to just do the same thing as someone else has done. Fit in a box. Fit in a box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and I guess the thing we're kind of like kind of leading to is the fact that because you've done this, um, because this is the way you kind of conduct your business, your clients are like the perfect clients for you now. Um, you know, I, I see such uh, consistency in, in the shoots you do in terms of like, not necessarily like how the shoot is done or like, um, you know, what it looks like, but you can definitely see a consistency in um, what you're delivering. You can tell suits that brand of that company so well now. Um, which obviously does take a, it takes work to get to that point, I'm sure. But I think it's really nice because um, it seems like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it seems like you can essentially now show up and be like, I know that what I do is what they're after, and you can kind of just do your thing. Um, yeah, is, is that kind of a point? Is that now is or is there sort of still um, a bit of leeway? Um, yeah. yeah, tell us a bit about, about that. I mean, I'd probably say because I'm only I'm coming up two years full-time um ends in november so it's still kind of early days especially for the corporate side of the business um so i think i do still get some people who are like i think i want this yeah but maybe aren't a hundred percent sure quite yet um and i will turn up to the shoot and they're like oh i don't know like shouldn't we be doing more serious photos i'm like look i have full confidence in you and this is what we've spoken about we've had everything and so there is still some of that like nervousness there but I'd I'd hope that you know once they get the photos back they feel like yes that is 
what they align with. Um, and then I also do have those incredible clients who are literally like, do what you want. Yeah, I know exactly. This is exactly what I want. So, you know, I just turn up and just do it. And it's great. Um, and a lot of the time, the people don't even need that much posing because um, especially working in the digital marketing sector, they're all like within social media people anyway. So yeah. they're used to it, um, which is really, really nice. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I think, like you said about um, having to guide people through, I think that's something which I do in the wedding world as well. It's yeah. like, that's our role, right? We're, we're there as guides. We're not there to just make our work and expect people to love it. We're there to guide them to the, the best result. And like yeah. you say, sometimes that is something slightly different than what we do. And, you know, every brand is different. And I think it's really nice that we put our customers first. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, yeah, if someone says to me, like, just do whatever you want to do, that is like, like okay. I will, I will definitely do that. Like that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. Oh, so, such good stuff. Um, I want to <laughs> just, uh, change tactic just a little bit. Um, Amy and kind of talk about, uh, like the actual working side of thing, like your day to day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for those who don't know, Amy, not only is sort of like queen of like branding and, and social media and stuff, but like, she's also queen of hustle. Like Amy works really hard. <laughs> um, like it's amazing to see how much you do on your Instagram stories and stuff like that. And to see like you're always with the next client and you always seems to be you always seem to be so full of energy and always ready to go. Yeah, I know. Like we definitely don't we don't put the bits on social media when we're just watching yeah. Netflix. I know that. But like um yeah, no, it's it's always amazing, amazing to see. Um that my question for you, I suppose, is like that hustle aspect that kind of working really hard like I think it's something which maybe creatives don't expect when they go into the industry we have to work pretty hard right for most of us most of the time um how was that as uh going into like becoming self-employed was this something which you was this a surprise I guess is my question to you like did you expect there to be as much work involved in the industry as 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 we you know we have to do or was it something you went like I'm ready to put as much hours as it takes yeah I think it was just to be irritating I feel like it was a beautiful in between of those um I definitely I definitely did not expect the amount of work taxes a whole new ballpark for me um I think when you start in photography you're like oh I just get to take pictures and then I edit them and then I give them um but actually you've got a whole process of marketing you've got chatting to clients you've got building up relationships you've got all of this kind of like things that comes with it that just I don't think you ever expected but also I was willing to just put the work in because in all honesty I don't ever want to have to work for anyone ever again so that's basically what it all comes down to I am stubborn so (laughs) (laughs) I think having that little little man on my shoulder being like if you can't succeed at this then you have to go and get a normal job that's enough to push me (laughs) to just keep going keep hustling um and I think especially with what happened in COVID I just um I really kind of realized I'm like about diversifying everything um so I started doing you know um, courses and I started doing one-to-one zoom calls uh photography just yeah there is all these things that you just do not expect when you first start out but I think they're just so fun 
and yeah. I'm just not a giant nerd. I think getting to work your hobby though is so brilliant as long as you don't burn out with it. Um, I, although you know I've been having some recently, yeah. but yeah, it's all about balance, isn't it? It's definitely about the balance. Absolutely, I think it's kind of like make creating a work-life balance that suits for you suits you um you know i think that you do see people a lot of time who go like oh it's all about work-life balance and you could should only work for this many hours and um I, i'm like that's and i screw that like work as much as you want to work and yeah. create a business around that that's kind of my kind of take on it and you know some people love to work 60 hours a week i think that they're crazy some yeah, people yeah. <laughs> some people love to work um you know 10 hours a week five hours a week whatever like it is up to you and yeah i think when we say balance i think what we also need to say is um yeah but you set the scale you know yeah. you set what that means to yeah. you and you create that that business which works for you it shouldn't be the other way around but your business dictates your life because like yeah, you say agreed. yeah um Oh, that's really cool. I, I really, really like that. Um, it's amazing that you've, you know, you've built this up in such a small amount of time. Um, and, you know, like it's an awesome fact, like you say, about like diversifying the business um, as the world changes around us. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, the world's changing. Uh, check the news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, like, I guess what I wanted to ask about, like, we've talked about like your first year and, and how that all happened. Like, how do things kind of compare now? Let's kind of take COVID out of it a little bit but um, I'm I guess like what is one thing you used to worry about and you know I guess was a challenge at the start which now sort of runs a, a, a bit more naturally for you and you know I guess you can relax a bit more about I really I hate this saying but I also love this saying okay and it's like money comes and goes and it's probably the most privileged thing in the whole wide world to think uh, because obviously not everyone's in that situation but personally I have found it will come and go and I've spent so long just stressing over the months where you've made like honestly I've had months where I've made 200 pounds and I just have to figure something out um and so knowing that I've had those months and then having the months that are like you know raking it in you've got that balance and I think just reminding myself it's coming and going and not getting scared on those months where it's just not going as well as you wish it would. Um, and definitely now I'd say it's become a lot less of a worry for me. Um, and I'm actually starting to pay myself a proper salary now. I literally decided this morning um, that I'm just going to pay myself a set amount every month rather than just keep taking it from the business. And I think that feels like such an adult step, uh, within, the business um and it's gonna give even more security and I feel like I'm still constantly learning with it but that's something I do feel a lot more confident and less stressed about yeah totally no it's amazing and um I do say to anyone starting out their business like get on learning like about personal finance and budgeting like early on because um it's amazing how many companies make more money than others but actually have a lower salary and no, I think that's a shame. Like you have to learn about like paying yourself. And I think, um, yeah. I can remember when I first gave myself like a fixed wage, um, every month and I was like, uh, oh, but what if I need the money for something? And, you know, but oh, gosh, it's just so motivating to actually have a, you know, 
an amount of money coming into your bank account automatically. And, you know, no matter what, you got to hit that. That's you got to hit your own salary because you got to pay your employees, right? It doesn't matter if it's just you, you got to pay it. That's true. I've not thought about it that way. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, No, I I think that's really nice. Um, Yeah. And and something everyone needs to do is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I definitely, it's taken me a long time to get to this point, but we're finally here. So (laughs) that's good at least. Yeah. It's totally normal though. I think like for creative industries, like we often, there's that, there's that starving artist mentality, which we have to get mm. past, um, you know, to, to value yourself and to have the money coming in because, you know, we work so hard and I know so many people who work so hard and then, you know, they're like, yeah, I don't get paid a lot for this because I spend it all on new cameras and stuff. Like, what are you doing? Stop buying new cameras, <laughs> yeah. um, pay yourself a salary, go on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. We all especially in those first few years of business, you're just plowing everything you get back into it. Um, And I think once you finally get to that point where you're like, oh, okay, this is like, this is a job. Like as much as I love my job also, you know, got to look after myself as well. So actually taking money from the business to pay yourself properly and not just spending it all on different camera supplies. Yeah. It's, it is a such a good change to have, I think. <laughs> absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, dude, that's fantastic. That's that's so nice. And like I said, I think that's a really nice thing that like you don't have to worry about as much anymore because yeah. you were saying about um you mentioned fear earlier and you know, fear of like finances and money and one thing I think you always want to make sure that you're doing in business um is not letting fear kind of dictate where you go. Um, yeah. I think it's a good reason why people who are getting started out maybe don't need to quit their part-time jobs for example oh yeah um, or you know they don't want to spend all their money at once because you don't want to get yourself into a position where fear is kind of governing how you do things that's how you end up like doing the job you don't want to do or that's how you end up selling out or undervaluing your work because you think i need to be cheap so i get more booking so i get more money and it's you know obviously whatever business strategy you want to put in and what works best for your model that's great but you don't want that decision to be fear-based because yeah. it's, it's not going to help you in the long run. Um, you need to kind of remove those fears. And um, yeah, finance is obviously a big one. Um, yeah. Something, yeah, something which we all have to think about and not just bury our head in the sand about. So yeah, that's awesome. That's really, really cool, yeah. dude. Um, amazing. There's that, so much cool stuff here. Um, we're both just doing a little happy dance. Which is I great. feel like we've just like <laughs> rambled away. I love it. It's nice. No, well, I've, I think this is a very rambling podcast in a good way. That's what I like yeah. to do. Um, so I want to ask you one last thing, but I'm going to finish off on some rapid fire questions. But before we get oh, to that, um, I want to ask you about your um, your education side of things. You know, you're, you mentioned earlier that you are now teaching other photographers um, and you're teaching people how to take marketing pictures with, you know, even just their phone and stuff, yeah. uh, which is awesome. And I always love to see it when people have kind of built up their businesses and that they're, you know, now achieving success that they're now looking backwards and they're helping other people up, up the ladder. Um, so I, you know, it's something that we should all appreciate and it's something which is amazing. Uh, could you just tell us like a little bit more about like your, your inspiration to doing it, like your, your why behind wanting to, wanting to teach and, and what you get from it as well? Yeah. Yeah. So it actually like, 
it all kind of stems back to when I was at school, really, because um, I did actually really want to be an English teacher when I was younger, um, before I decided that university was a waste of time for me personally. <laughs> yeah. um, and obviously that didn't work out. But yeah, I've always liked the idea of kind of teaching people and just helping people out. And I just love the whole like seeing someone progress um, from like, you know, not nothing, but just really bringing them up is just so amazing it's really inspiring to me um and just getting those different views and opinions is always really really cool as well so yeah I think that's what made me decide to kind of do it I guess (laughs) yeah yeah amazing And, and um I guess it must be quite nice to to see these people who are I suppose just kind of like wetting their toes in their industry I suppose and you know just starting to realize the importance of marketing and um you know you're taking pictures for them but at the same time like I guess there's a lot of other stuff they're learning along the way um in terms of like thinking about like their own personal brand as well as as well as just using the camera yeah it's something I've always been interested in um really thinking about the obviously personal branding and digital marketing side of things and to be honest a lot of what I do especially in my phone photography course is really teaching like a lot of confidence and things that I feel like I didn't have when I first started doing the business and um, just really encouraging people along the way. So we do a lot of these kind of, we do a lot of these um, live sessions in the group and we'll give feedback to each other and we'll talk about everyone's week. And it's a really, really nice community side of things that I just adore. Um, And it's just so fulfilling. It really is. I, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That's so cool. Um, if, if someone wants to find out more about like the actual the teaching and the photography stuff, is that also on, uh, on the main Marie yeah. Fee website as well? Yeah, it is. So you just go onto my website, you click at the teaching tab and you will find, oh no, no, it says learn with me or learn from me and okay. click on that and you will find out more things on that. <laughs> nice. Amazing, dude. Um, thank you so much um, for the chat. This like, I, I'm going to listen back to this straight away because there's so many lovely little bits of um, <laughs> of knowledge there. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, I'm going to finish off. I'd like to finish off on some rapid fire questions. Okay. These are not rapid fire questions. I just don't know what else to call it. They're just that's questions. Fair. Okay. okay that's fine. <laughs> um, I'll just try not to ramble as much. We'll keep it a little bit short. <laughs> you can ramble for sure. No, it's absolutely fine. Um, okay, back. Um, so, rapid fire question number one. Again, not rapid fire, just a question. Um, so when you're not creating, um, creating photography, when you're not working on your business or taking pictures or anything like that, what else do you like to do in your spare time that brings you joy or recharges your batteries, I guess? Um, so this is actually something I really, really, really struggled with um, until quite recently, because I think when you work your hobby, you're like, oh, this is all I enjoy doing. But I've recently actually found how much I love making earrings from clay and just playing with clay and going to the park with my friends. I know it seems quite simple, but I think you forget that a lot. So yeah, those are my favorite things to do to just chill. (laughs) That's really nice. I think that um, one of the strange benefits from this crazy year is that people have enjoyed just having a walk in the park again, Yeah, which is really nice. Yeah, definitely. I agree. cool dude cool um okay so rapid fire question number two um what is like one tool or piece of software um or gadget or gizmo that you use in your business all the time that maybe other people don't know about or don't use but you think really 
helps you in your business? Oh my gosh. Dubsado. Dubsado is incredible. It, it, it's very nerdy, but I love it. But it's an invoicing and contract software. It also has a client management system and it just makes everything so much smoother. My clients love it. It's so helpful. Um, and like the investment you put into it is way worth what you get out of it. So that is one thing that I think everyone should, everyone should have. <laughs> Amazing. I'll check it out. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, question number three, uh, what is like one book or podcast or workshop or YouTube channel or anything like that, which you think that everyone should check out regardless of business? It doesn't have to be a, a work thing, but just something which you love. Uh, so it, it kind of is a work thing, but I love it in general anyway. Um, so there's this lovely um, lady called Alice Benham, and I think I've gone on about her to you before, but she she makes podcasts, she does Instagram content, she makes YouTube videos, and she's really just an inspirational woman. I think she's only 21, and she is doing amazing things, and I think it's inspiring just anyone um, in general. She does digital marketing, but I think she can just inspire anyone at any level, basically. That's amazing. Actually, it's probably also the answer to the next question I was going to ask you is mm-hmm. um, the question was going to be, when you think of success, um, who springs to mind to you? Would you say that this is the same person, possibly? Yeah, I I would say that. I think she's one of my like inspirations in business, definitely. Um, bit cringe. But um, yeah, and honestly, just like the people I surround myself with, I... I love being inspired by other photographers and their stories, like, which is why this podcast is so cool. Um, and yeah, just surround yourself with creatives. And I know that's literally not the answer to the question, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's a good answer though. <laughs> I'll let it be. It's a good answer. Um, amazing, dude. Okay. So one last question. Mm-hmm. We're going to use the time travel um, theme again. We're going to go back into the time travel machine. Okay. Uh, time machine it's called <laughs> um, so let's say you can go back to when you were 18 years old so sort of just launching the business um, yeah. and you can see yourself for about 10 seconds um, what one bit of advice um, would you tell yourself it doesn't have to be businessy it can be just life um, yeah. but you've only got 10 seconds what, what would you what would you like to say oh it's so cringy um, no, I, would, I would literally just say it's worth the wait it's worth the wait. That is amazing. And you've still got like eight seconds to spare. So that'd be I, really cool. I, don't, I don't know. There's nothing really else I'd say. It's just, yeah, yeah it's worth the wait. That's a really life, nice in yeah. business and everything. Yeah, absolutely. You got to kind of put in the time and have patience, right? Because um, yeah. yeah, amazing. Um, lovely answers, dude. I really, really appreciate that. So thank that's you. kind of the show. Um, that's kind of everything. Amy, thank you Love so that. much for coming on um oh, thanks for having me yeah it's been it's been really nice you've been smiling the entire time as well which is uh, like amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh i think i had a lot of coffee and also it's nice to just chat to a friend so i'm quite content <laughs> absolutely no absolutely um so just for those who i'm going to leave some links into some show notes and stuff but just for those who are listening and just want to you know go on your instagram straight away could you just let us know um where people can find you um you know your your social medias and stuff like that yeah so uh, I would say the main place to find me in general is my Instagram, which is at 
Mumi underscore Fee. Um, I chat on there, as I said, lots of rambling if you enjoy that. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Amy Louise Colstrin, and I post videos on there quite often, which is really fun. Um, and yeah, I, do I do any other social media? I do Facebook, but Facebook, uh, no one cares about Facebook anymore. <laughs> <in> my, <laughs> but you can find me on Facebook as well if you want to. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. <laughs> it's slowly becoming MySpace, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Everyone's like moving over to Instagram and Facebook are just piling money into Instagram. Like, please stay, please yeah. stay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um amazing dude that's so so cool um and i guess we're gonna have to i'm gonna have to book you in for a personal branding shoot at some point <laughs> we um you know i need to cut my hair first before i i've still got lockdown hair so i'm not getting anyone taking my pictures before that's done but when that's I done totally, i'm too like i normally cut my own hair but i've just let it be recently and we're just becoming like a not a tiger a lion <laughs> <laughs> i need nap <laughs> okay well i will let you go nap uh amy amazing to talk to you um thanks once again um and i'll speak to you soon okay yeah thanks so much man all right thank you so much thank you